Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Thank you for joining us today. I am your host, Jane Zahasky, and today, Susie Hansen, co-founder of Warriors Arise, is with me. Hi, Susie. Hi, Jane. Hey. So today, we are discussing a very serious topic. It's one that 2020 has brought to our attention, and it is the rise in suicidal rates. Yeah. It is disheartening. Very much so. (laughs) Yeah. So sad. So can you just explain and share with our listeners why it's so important to us here at Warriors of Arise and why we want to start bringing some light to it? Yes. I can't imagine being in such a place where we feel like that there's no hope, Mm -hmm. that suicide would be our only way out Mm -hmm. to just end it all. Yeah. What a place of loneliness and disparity and darkness. A friend of mine brought to attention the story of a small child, like a Mm 14-year-old, who committed suicide Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I just keep hearing story after story, and I'm like, we've got to address this. Mm -hmm. I want to let people know that even though there seems to be no hope, there is. Yes. That there is a way out Mm -hmm. of that prison cell. Yes. Of disparity and loneliness and hopelessness. I want to bring light into that Mm -hmm. darkness Mm -hmm. and kind of be a hand that reaches in to help lead them out. To let these men and women know that they are loved, Mm -hmm. that they are wanted, that Mm -hmm. God created them for a purpose, and and life probably dealt them a pretty bad hand Mm -hmm. if they're feeling Mm -hmm. this way. Mm -hmm. But even so, there's hope. Right. And there is a better way. And so... I just want to bring this topic into the open and and let's start discussing it Mm -hmm. and helping those in that place. Be that hand in the darkness. Yes. And, you know, we always say here at Warriors Arise, we want to be the hands and feet of God. Yes. And this is the perfect way. I love how you just mentioned, like, you want to be that hand that's reaching out. And I just saw, like, God right there pouring out His love. And it's our hands that's just reaching out to those that need that, that need that reminder. Yeah. Also with us, you brought an amazing friend that I would love for you to introduce to our listeners. And gosh, I just, I love how brave she is (laughs) to be with us today. And I think everyone's going to love her. I mean, I I already do. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit about our guest and we're going to have her share her story with us. I'm so excited about that too. Her name is Aisha. Welcome, Aisha. Hello. (laughs) I first met Aisha last year at a mutual friend of ours' birthday party, and she made such an impact on me. I got her phone number that day, and and then was it about, it doesn't matter, a few weeks ago, Aisha had posted a video, and as soon as I saw it, I knew that she needed to be a guest on our podcast to share her story because it's so powerful and impactful. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep thinking about Joseph in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, his brothers wanted to kill him, but instead sold him into slavery. Mm-hmm. And he went through so much as a slave. 
And yet God had called him out and said that he would be a leader, Mm -hmm. but yet he's imprisoned. Mm -hmm. But then God delivered him out of that, and he was a leader of great nations. And I just think of Aisha through this, because I know she's been through so much, and I can't wait for you guys to hear her story. But now God has risen her, and her story is going to free people that I have no doubt. So I'm excited for you guys to hear from her today. Well, welcome so much, Aisha. Thank you. Yes. All right, so I'm just going to start with asking you to share what happened three years ago on January 7th, 2018. So, on that morning, it was a Sunday morning, Mm -hmm. and I was home with my son and my brother, and I just, I was having a really, really hard time at life, and I, I was tired of being here. I didn't care much for this life anymore. I didn't want it anymore. Just wanted to be done. And my son was trying to help me. He's a, he's an adult. He was he's 28 now, so 25 then. He was trying to help me, calm me down and talk to me and he started calling suicide hotlines and you know places to find someone to talk to me. And he wasn't getting a hold of anybody, a lot of voicemails, which wasn't really good, but as I was just sitting there, just crying, just consumed with myself, I just heard this voice in the back of my head that just said, just come to me. And I'm like, what? And it said, just come to church, just come to me. So I got up, had my pajamas on, got dressed on top of my pajamas, put my clothes on, brushed my teeth. Mm -hmm. And I went to the nearest church, to my home, stood there, I'm breaking down almost to the ground. And there was this woman, I could hear her walking. I couldn't see her because, you know, I'm breaking down. And she just walks up to me and just grabs me and just starts telling me my life and how I can live. I don't have to go through what I'm going through. There's a place for me in this world. And that changed my life. When I walked into that church, I I made sure that God was aware, as if I can make him aware of anything, (laughs) that if he were not going to meet me there where he asked me to come, then he would meet me face to face later that day. And you had told me that you hadn't shared anything with this woman that had walked up to you. I've never seen this woman before in my life. And she just started speaking right to the heart she, of your problems. She started so telling me my life. that was a sign to you yeah, that you, that, God had heard your That cry. God heard my cry and that he he actually did request my presence in yeah. church that morning. And so I went. I didn't want this life anymore. So I, I personally, personally believe he took it. I think there is a part of me that actually died that day. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that was born that day, a new part, a fresh part, not so heavy part of me. You know, I think that he took away, he took away a lot of that agony and that stress and that pain that day. Yeah. Just by showing me that he's real and he's really for me. Yeah. So that happened. Wow. Not amazing, Jane. I love that. I just love how God just orchestrated all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Um, so what led up to that day? Like, what was your life like? My life was hard in the womb. <laughs> I've heard stories about the abuse in my family, and my father was so abusive, and he would beat my mother mercy, just without mercy every day. 
And he, as she was pregnant with me, he actually shot at her. Mm. He's broken her jaw and all of this before I was even born. So coming out, of course, there was the abuse, the the physical abuse. I've gone through a lot of sexual abuse. Um, I could be playing at the park and just get snatched by some random stranger, you know, for a while and then just drop back off like nothing ever happened. And by the time I was eight, I was done. I didn't, if this was life, I didn't want to have any part of it. And eight years old was the first time that I tried to take my own life. Wow. I went through the house and I found every pill I could. I had mm-hmm. Flintstone vitamins. I had Bayer aspirin. I had everything I could find in the house that was in a pill bottle. And I just took everything and I went to sleep. And then I woke up mm-hmm. and it was still my life. I've been molested in my home. I've been left with strange men. I've watched money being passed, you know, to my mother after having left me with strange men. I've been beat. It is There's just so many things that's happened that led up to the point of just being done. And it was far before that day. I was done far before that day. Mm-hmm. I just so happened to still be here because none of my attempts ever worked. Mm-hmm. And I've attempted quite a few times and it wow. just never worked. Yeah. Wow. Even you're sharing such darkness, but I just look at you and I just see beauty. Like God, you're just God's creative yeah. beauty. Yeah. Even talking about the darkness. And, and and I think that's that's where it's safe. God loves me. Yeah. He loves me so much and I don't have to worry about my life and how hard it is or whether I want to live it or not. You know, I know that I want to live my life for God, even if it is hard. Mm-hmm. God is in it. And yeah, he, he just yeah. brings that light. Yeah. yeah, he does. He does. So I have seen a video that you have done and I it is so powerful. But I love how you talk about the spirit of suicide. Mm-hmm. Can you just describe that for us? Um, talk about what that is what it can look like mm-hmm. in someone's life. Mm-hmm. The spirit of suicide is it's horrific. It's a ferocious entity that wants to end the life. And to me, it's because there's always a purpose and the enemy will take that purpose and he will kill it. And not because he hates me, but because he hates my creator yes. yeah. and because he hates my creator, he'll, he'll come against me in order to, you know, just to get back to, at God, like mm-hmm. as yeah. if he can get yeah. back at God. So the spirit of suicide, it, it, it looks like despair. It, it looks like hopelessness. It looks like just lack of motivation, even I remember times just laying in my bed and I could not bring myself to move. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't do anything but lay there. I couldn't move a muscle. I just breathing. It's like this next breath has to be my last breath. Mm-hmm. It wow. it just it looks so bleak. Isolation. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be bothered with anybody or nobody wants to be bothered with you, mm-hmm. which kind of affirms the fact that you don't belong here and that you shouldn't be here. So it's a spirit that wants to kill you so that it can kill God's purpose. Wow. Wow. I have yeah. never heard it put that just, way. Yeah, yeah. Said that way. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That and really it's so great. true. Yeah, it is. And it, it, you know, last week 
we spoke on isolation, yes. you know, and, and how that can potentially, this mm-hmm. shows how that can potentially lead mm-hmm. to that spirit of suicide coming in. Mm-hmm. It's like an open isolating door. us. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and those lies just yeah. in our mind that we think are our voice or our own thoughts, but really the voice of the enemy mm-hmm. making us feel like we're alone and we don't matter and, yeah. and no one cares. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's a lie. And it is a lie. And when you're alone, he, he'll he'll play that out like a movie. Mm-hmm. Things that haven't even happened, and he'll play that out like a movie. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll have you in your head, well, they don't want to be bothered with me because I'm, you know, whatever, I'm this. Or they think I'm stupid, and they think nothing like that. Right. They're at work. Yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. he just plays that out, and he makes it sound so real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> he's sneaky and he twists yeah. things. He has many names, but one of them yes. is the great deceiver. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. that's what he does. Yeah. So speaking of the enemy, I've heard that you want to punch him in the face at least 2,000 <laughs> times. At least. I think I've probably probably gotten pretty close to that since I've actually made that statement. Wow, and that was not that long and ago. It wasn't that long ago. No, I'm coming after him. I'm, I'm, he's after me. I mean, we're in a fight, right? Yes. I've never been in a fight with anybody and not swung back. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell us more about that. Like, so how do you punch him in the face? Well, I mean, there are certain things that that we can do. Number one, I guess my the first thing most important for me is I'm giving my life to Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Jesus owns my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a slave to Jesus, no longer a slave to my flesh, no longer a slave to the enemy. So that, he, I know he can't stand that. Yeah. He wanted to kill me so many times. And I always said, well, he should have killed me when he got the chance. But in actuality, he couldn't. Yeah. And that's why I'm still here, because yes. I tried to help him, but he couldn't kill me because I've always belonged to God. Yes. And so that's punch number one. Yes. The word. When he gets in my head and he starts telling me, you know, whatever, you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, I am. I'm the righteousness of um, God in Christ Jesus. And I just start slapping him with the word. You know, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm in my secret place, so how are you even talking to me? You know, things like that. I I like to take care of people. I love to take care of people, people that, that... have a hard time, people that are having a hard way to go, I like to lift their spirit so that that spirit of suicide doesn't just rest. He doesn't get to have God's people. Yeah. So there's another slap in the face for him. Yeah. You know, just smiling at someone. Yes. Just a simple smile. Yeah. Yeah. Where he thought he had them and he thought this was going to be their last day and that one smile could change their whole mindset. Yeah. It's just the little things. It is the little things yeah. that are that light that we talked about. Yeah. The hand yeah. into the darkness. Yeah, the hand into the darkness. As small as a simple smile. Yeah. Looking someone in the eye. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Buy him a cup of coffee. Yeah. Something. I mean, you know. So it's just those little things. Those those little things. Just making sure that he doesn't get to have his way with God's people. Mm-hmm. That God's love will stand. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. God's love is a battle axe. Oh, wow. I love that. So, I love it. And I, I just feel like you just live your entire life that way, just slapping the, slapping yeah, I mean, the enemy like every moment. Hey, listen, like, he's, been slapping me for, he's been slapping me for quite a few years, so I might as well slap him back. I love it. Yeah. 
I absolutely love it. And I just love this is a perfect example of how, you know, we can be in a dark season, whether it's a choice that we made or not. But it can, you know, I always think of Joyce Meyer when she says, take your mess and turn it into your message. Mm -hmm. Like your darkness has turned into such a powerful fire that is contagious. Like just, just meeting you for the first time today. I mean, I am just blown away. And I just love how that in that in itself is punching the enemy because that, that darkness that Mm -hmm. he wanted to kill you with, Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh no, Oh no. And now I'm going to use it. You're telling your story and testimonies are prophecies into other people's lives. Right. Yeah, That's and right. that is what you're doing. I mean, we are literally jumping him right now. Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah, we're yes. punching him, punching him over and over, over and over, <laughs> because yes. we're revealing his lies. Because in their their lies, yeah, where he tells people they're not good enough, and they are. Yeah, they That's are. Right. Like if you were good enough for God to create you, then you're good enough. Yes, then you're good enough, and it, the lies do they have to stop? Yeah. People have to stop believing it. So we got to take up our authority. Mm-hmm. One of the things that is important to me at Warriors Arise, mm-hmm. one of our missions in this ministry is to help people understand that they have authority over their lives. Mm-hmm. Yes. They have the authority to punch the devil mm-hmm. in the face mm-hmm. and take back their life yes. and charge on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cried out, you showed up at that church, mm-hmm. and some strange woman who knew nothing about you heard from the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and came and spoke into your heart, and you've been punching the devil in the face ever since. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because you took your authority. And that's what you have to do, and it's a mind thing also. That's, that's a blow, just to take your mind back. Yeah. You don't get to tell me what I get to think about. Exactly. You don't get to put thoughts in my head and then I go and run with them. Yeah. I get to put the thoughts in my head that I want to think. Yeah. And I want to think life is awesome. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that you said that because he still tries to put thoughts in your head. Always. And and I like to tell people, we may not have control over the first thought that pops in our head, but we do have control about what we do with that yes. thought. We can yeah. rebuke it mm-hmm. and send it back mm-hmm. to hell where mm-hmm. it came from. Mm-hmm. We can begin to speak God's truth over it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know the Word of God yet because you're brand new in this, just start speaking life over yourself. Like, yes. I am good enough. Yes, I am good enough. I do matter. Right. Mm-hmm. I am love. Right. Right. My life is worth living. That's right. And I mean, even if it's something so simple in the middle of the night, you lay in there worried about your finances. You don't want to wake your husband because he's there too. And you, you you don't know what to do. Instead of dragging yourself into that depression, why don't you flip it to the other side and start thinking about the house that you want to build? Mm-hmm. Start walking through your life as you want it to be. That's it's right. your mind. You mm-hmm. don't have to think about if you and I get it. I've not had enough to pay my rent. I've not had enough to pay my electric bill. Yeah. I, I get it. And I get the, the agony that you feel in that. Yeah. But it is your brain and it is your choice. And regardless of what you think right now, it's not going to produce the money to pay your rent. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And so why allow yourself to go further into depression if it's not going to help? Mm -hmm. Do something that's going to help. It may not, thinking about this house you want to build may not bring the money to pay your rent, but it won't push you further into depression either. Right. You know? And it's just little things like that that we can do. I'm, I'm, I say go with the word of God. Yeah. I say grab a Bible, open it up, and go. start quoting some scriptures. Yeah. That's what I say do. But if that's not where you are right now, then you have just do something. Yeah. Right. Do something. Do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You have the power and the authority to do something different. Yeah. yeah. To think something different. Yes. Mm-hmm. And your situation that looks and feels so dark and bleak and hopeless can change. It can. Mm-hmm. But it all starts with the thought. With the thought. With the thought. Yes. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. And that power is in your hands. Yeah. Nobody else's. Right. right. You have the power and the control to change your thinking, and to take those first baby steps toward the light. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's how you got toward the dark. Mm -hmm. You thought about it. That's right. That's how I got there. I thought about it. What would life be like if I wasn't here? Would I feel like this if I wasn't here? It all started with a thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't want to be here. It all started with a thought. And you just kept right on going down that path. When when I found out that, that death was a thing... That was it. I yeah. wanted it. Wow. It all started with a thought. Yeah. 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 And the turnaround also started, started with a thought. thought yeah. Started with a thought. That you chose to act upon. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to get out of your house. Did not. And go to that church, but you did. I wouldn't be here today if I didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, praise God that you are. I would not be here today if I didn't. I had so many sleeping pills, hundreds of sleeping pills. And I was going to take every single one of them. Mm. I wouldn't be here. But God. But, but you God. chose. God but intervened God. and you yeah. chose to listen. But yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. So what if we have a loved one or someone that we know that is struggling? Struggling. Um, we see that they've isolated themselves. We hear them speaking you know, like just heavy words. They may be describing themselves as depressed. What is it that we can do? How can we help someone that may be under the spirit of suicide? The first, and uh, to me, is the most important because this is the one thing I didn't have. Mm -hmm. Believe them. Mm. You have to believe them. Don't say, oh, well, yeah, they're just talking or they just want attention or you know, they just whatever, believe them. Mm. Because even if it is just because they want the attention, that lack of attention, we're humans. Mm-hmm. We were created to, we were created for that love, for that attention. We need that as humans. Yeah. That lack of attention could very well push somebody to to not want to be here. Mm. So even if it is, or she just wants the attention, then give it to her. Yeah. If it's just attention, then just give it to her. Right. Just give it to him. There's a reason. There's a reason for it. Yeah. Right. And because we're human. Yeah. That's what we need. You know, when you have your husband now, if he didn't give you attention, you would 
you feel some kind of way. Like, yeah. <laughs> did I marry you just because I wanted to look at your face every day? Or are we in a relationship? And, yeah, and that right. goes with everybody that goes with children and parents, mm -hmm. brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. cousins. That goes with aunts, uncles. We're in a relationship for a reason. It's because we need to pull off of each other. So give them the attention. Yeah. Listen to them. Believe them. If they say they want to die, believe them. Believe them. Yeah. Feed them. Mm. A friend of mine said that you can always turn somebody around when they're, you know, having a depressed moment just by offering them some food. Take them for some coffee. Oh, wow. You know, just, just want to spend that time with them. I will go further to say even past food, the attention, if they just want somebody that they want to hang out with, mm -hmm. get a movie, get a pizza. Mm -hmm. You know, give them that time. We're busy as humans. I have a business. Can I call my customer and tell them I might not be able to make it on time because your life is on the line? Mm -hmm. Would I do that? Absolutely. Yeah. Would I lose my customer? Possibly. But as much as I love my customers, your life, mm -hmm. I, I need to make sure my, I prioritize in your life as a priority because it's a priority to God. Yeah. He puts everything to the side for the one. Yeah. yeah. I should be able to do so the same. Mm. Yeah, we have to take the time out to love to love our people, especially our elderly people right now. Call them. Show up outside their window. Leave them a package on the door because they are isolated and we need human contact. Yeah, that is so many people that have probably never considered suicide before that in this past year have thought about it more than once. Yeah. Well, we know that because numbers are on the rise. The numbers are on the rise. Yeah. They are. So, I mean, we just have to, to learn to love our people. Pray. Pray with them. Even if you're you're not strong in prayer, you can say something like, you know, somebody's like, oh, I'm just not feeling too good. I'm so tired to be here. You can say something as simple as God. The devil is after their life. Please save them. God knows prayer and he knows how to move on simple prayer. Yeah. And he That's will. Good. That's good. You know, if if we can cry out for one another, God will he'll move regardless, but he he'll move on our prayers because it's our heart, it's his heart. Yeah. I think that's important to know that it doesn't have to be an elaborate right. thing or specific scripture. It's just God help. God help. Yeah, God help. 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 I mean, tears. Yeah. God understands the language of crying, sobbing, snotting all over the place. God can decipher exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Because he knows our hearts. Because yeah. he knows our yeah. hearts. Mm -hmm. What you don't want to do is judge or condemn them. Mm -hmm. don't, don't, don't condemn them. There's no condemnation. And if there's no condemnation for you, there's none for them either. That's right. If it's something that you can do to fix it, fix it. If if this man is having, he just lost his job and his family is about to be homeless and he's feeling some kind of way. If you have money, help him. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I mean, I understand it could be an inconvenience to us as humans, but what's an inconvenience is you losing your life and your kids being left without a father. Yeah. All I have is $50, sir. What you now have is $50. <laughs> you know, so good. help. Yeah. If you can help, help. Don't just sit back idly and just wait and see what's going to happen. If a car accident happens and you're sitting there at the light, are you going to jump out of your car and rush over there? Yeah. This is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. Mm. 
jump out of your car and rush over there. Yeah, that is so good. There's, I mean, there's so many things that we can do. Hug them. Yeah. Even if they don't want to be hugged sometimes. You ever been hugged and you didn't want to be hugged and somebody straight tackled you and just <laughs> held on to you and made you get hugged? I've actually done that. Yeah, hug them. Too. Smile at them. Make, make them what's important in that moment. If, oh. if somebody came to me and said, you know, I'm feeling like this, you're right now the most important thing in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have kids in the world. Yeah. Right now, unless one of my kids call and say I'm dying... They're going to have to wait because right now it's your life. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn to do this for each other. Yeah. Selfless, selflessness. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And you said something to me a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about this that I thought was so powerful. And that is, if you know of somebody battling with the spirit of suicide, just let them know they're loved. Yeah. And that their life matters. Yes. Yeah. And then there's purpose for them in the world. That that was so yeah. impactful. Mm-hmm. Simple. Yeah. But yet impactful. impactful. Yeah. And because I asked you, what did you need in those moments of darkness? And, and that was what you said. Just somebody. I just needed to know I was loved. Yeah. Just somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody. And sometimes, depending on how serious it is, anybody will actually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walking through a Walmart. Yeah. I mean, how many of us can actually see something happening in a person walking through a Walmart and will stop and take the time and wrap them up? Mm-hmm. Lady, I don't know you from nowhere, mm-hmm. but I can, but see, I can see you struggling. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know I love you. Mm-hmm. I need you in this earth. I need you here. Oh, There's a purpose good. for you. Yes. Yeah. Good. Simple things. Simple that things that we can selflessness. Mm-hmm. It's just selflessness. Yeah. 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 Well, Aisha, there's maybe someone listening today that is struggling, and maybe they thought of suicide. Can I ask you to pray over them? You can. I would say first, if you don't know Jesus, if your heart is far from him, you know him, but you're far from him, I definitely encourage you to get closer. Uh, I encourage you to meet him. Make him a part of your life. He loves you. He died for you. Like God literally wrapped himself down in the flesh of a man and came down to this earth so that he could make your life easier, so that he can take the burdens that you carry, so that he can break the chains of the enemy that are surrounding your life. So I would just come to him and I would, I would, if I were you, I would give him my heart. That's the one thing that saved me was giving Jesus my heart. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go ahead and give Jesus your heart, it's pretty simple. Just let him know that you believe in him and you believe that he died for you. Ask him to forgive you of all of your sins and to come into your heart and bring peace. He'll bring that peace with him, that, that peace that only he has, that beyond understanding peace. And, and just welcome him in. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your love. I thank you, God, that we are victors. Yes. I thank you that we are victors in you, God. Mm. I thank you that everything that the enemy ever meant for evil over our lives, 
every time that he's ever told us that we don't belong or that we're not good enough or that we're just some joke that God came up with. I thank you that Jesus smashed every single lie on the cross. Yes. I thank you that he rose so that we can rise again. We died with him already on the cross. We're already dead in Christ. It's time for us to rise and it's time for us to live. And God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for your heart. I thank you for the heart that you have for your people. I thank you for loving us, God. And I thank you that whoever is right there right now, just feeling like they don't belong here anymore, feeling like they don't want to be here anymore. God, I thank you for a supernatural, personal encounter with them right now, God. I thank you for stepping into their heart, God, and just overflowing their spirit with your love, letting them know that they do matter. If God created you, you matter, and we need you, and we need you here. God, I just thank you for touching your people in Jesus' name. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I'm wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Everybody that's listening to this should run out and hug somebody right away. Yes. Just run out and hug somebody, anybody. Go hug a stranger. Tell them that they're loved. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Thank you so much for being with us. You're very welcome. Friends, if you have a story that needs to be told, just like this story, this story is going to save lives. Yes. If you have a story like that, please reach out to us and visit us at warriorsariseministry.org. Also, connect with us on social media. And I encourage you to pray about uh, maybe two or three people that you need to share this podcast with. Because seriously, it may save their lives. And I just want to say, if you're yeah. one of those people, maybe you just gave your life to Christ yes. at Aisha's invitation. Would you let us know? Yeah. Would you reach out to us and share your story? Yeah. Yeah. Because we want to walk this right along with you. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. If you're still struggling, reach out to us. Yes. And let us help you. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Thank you so much for being here. Listeners, thank you so much. You were meant to hear this today. So I am Jane Sahasky, <laughs> your crying host today. And um, just remember, it is time to rise up, warrior, and step into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.